Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Pod. Pod. You you were way early. So early. I'm not very good at this. Can you believe they left the kids alone? <laughs> I can't. What are they thinking? So it's just me and Big Mike here recording the NFC East pod or the NFC pod. Yeah. For the free agency. Yeah, I can't believe they've allowed this. Oh to my god. I just cannot believe it. So before we get real quick, you got to meet us there at the at the uh, at the draft. Just meet us there. <laughs> at the where? Which, at the, where at the, cor- the draft? The corner pub. <laughs> just meet us there. Corner pub, bottom of five hundred five at Fifth and Church in downtown Nashville. Just come meet us there, buds. Be there or be forever dead to us. Yes. Uh, we got. I think Buck's gonna stop by if time allows. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Hutton said he was gonna come. He might have said that, but well, I also know that their schedule is a little crazy. I think yeah. I think he's got with Titan Rose said he was stuff, coming, and I think they got Titans. People say they they're gonna come. They'll be there. Yeah, we're we're gonna have yeah. some people come by. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shamelessly Twitter uh, Twitter message people yeah. to, to try to get them out. But and, and we'll let you on. We'll we'll have we'll sit you yeah. down. We're gonna have a bunch of mics. Uh, we'll sit you down and. We'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll let you say whatever. And we'll definitely let you, you buy us say. beer. Oh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I'll be drinking Michelob Ultra. There, you know, depending on what kind of takes you got, the price of admission to the pod <laughs> yes. may vary. But yes. we'll need your Twitter screen name <laughs> so I can research what <laughs> tweets you sent us. Yeah, you may be like a a hey, you know, come on for free guy, yeah. or you could be like a hey, you're gonna need to buy like the whole bar around a shot. We, we read your tweets about Trey McBride. <laughs> You're, you're, you probably owe us like two beers each. Yeah, you're going to need to be a beer yeah. and a tequila shot for everybody at the table here. All right, so everybody is welcome. Bring your loved ones. Uh, don't bring your kids. No. I mean, let's be, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a, I'm not a kid guy, and this is not a kid podcast. No. no and, and, I mean, we're going to be drinking and, like, I mean, kids are great and all, but yeah. we're going to be drinking and talking shit and, and probably not really watching our mouths. So. Yeah. Um, Unless you're just a really bad parent and you really don't care, come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it, bring them. Yeah, bring those little shitheads. I mean, if you're visiting with, if you're if you're coming from out of town and you're bringing your kids with you with them, you know, find find someone to drop them off with on um, on your way down. Drop them off with that zoo lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop them off with the zoo lady. If I, if I don't get that zoo podcast out quick, they are not going to get any of these references. It's, it's actually better if we just have all these <laughs> random the zoo, zoo references. references. <laughs> Just leave them at the zoo. Put them in the jaguar pit. That's what just, that one lady did, right? Just ask for Dr. Heather or whatever yeah. her name is. Uh, you know who would be good at babysitting? Who's that? Buck Rising. We should, oh, we should get Buck to babysit these Buck kids. Buck seems like a natural with the children. Yeah, he's, he's got that youthful look and exuberance. He's got the energy you crave for in a, in a single parent. Absolutely. All right. He's going to rear those children with uh, gusto. Speaking of rearing... Uh, let's talk about the New York Giants. Uh, traded away Odell and Vern- Olivier Vernon. Traded for Jabril Zeitler, a first and a third. They lost Landon Collins, Jamon Brown, B.W. Webb, Mario Edwards. They resigned a bunch of shrug emojis. Uh, they signed Golden Tate to a ridiculously overpaid deal. Yeah. They signed both Arizona castaways, Marcus Golden and Antoine Bethea, who is, I think, 37. Yeah. Uh, their cap room is currently twelve point two million, Jesus. but they have twelve twenty nineteen draft picks, two in the first and fourth, and then they have three in the fifth. So they so they got pretty good draft capital in return yeah. for all this. Is that draft capital, in your opinion, enough to, I don't know, win five games? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think so. I I think the Giants are in for a disaster. I mean. Getting Zeitler is I actually didn't mind that deal for them. I was like, okay, when that deal happened, yeah. that was the first deal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 
Okay, that's a good deal. They get rid of a li- uh, that bad contract of Vernon's, yeah. and they get a pretty decent guard which they to need. line up on their yeah. line. Yeah, which they were, uh, you know, terrible on the offensive line, obviously, for the last several years. And Zeitler should help that considerably. And theoretically, you have like a, a kind of a nice combination going with Will Hernandez, their second round pick last year, and Zeitler at guard. So you could see maybe a little something coming together there, but. Losing Odell Beckham, I mean... We didn't sign him to trade him, though. That's what they said. (laughs) What? And and what are you doing? You trade away Odell Beckham, and then you turn around and sign Golden Tate. So you basically give him all the money that you were given Beckham. And it's like, they think they're going to win now with Eli Manning, and there's... They're not. Uh, What did he say this week at the press conference that he's still a Pro Bowl quarterback and we're not... uh, they? The notion that he's not a Pro Bowl quarterback is utterly ridiculous or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they defended him to the point where it was like, oh, yeah, no, Eli Manning still got it. Like, he's definitely still got it. It's like, well, if he's got it still, he's certainly he certainly hasn't shown it in like three or four years. So I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. They would have been smart to completely tear it down and rebuild. I mean, you know, you already had the top ten pick from – the from your own your own top ten pick yeah so you have a chance to get a Dwayne Haskins yeah but if you're getting Dwayne Haskins now to what are you doing at your you, you're not giving him the best way to succeed without yeah. Odell being there yeah and I, don't, I don't get it and then by the time they do have a a quarterback that's you know up and running after Eli. Saquon's going to be off of his rookie deal and making a crazy amount of money. And so, I mean, you're never going to really get that benefit of that rookie quarterback contract because you're going to be paying Saquon damn near rookie, like, I mean, not rookie, but Un- like veteran unless quarterback he's, money. Unless he's dead. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. because, I mean, they ran him <laughs> right. into the ground. Yeah, he's going to get like 400 carries for my fantasy team next year, I mean, and I'm going to love that. I was about to say... 500 total touches in one season. Is yeah. it possible for Saquon Barkley? I mean, I, I wouldn't rule it out. What else are they going to do with the yeah. ball? I mean, him and Golden Tate's about it. I mean, I mean Sterling Shepard. Oh, my God. What are we doing over there? I, I don't I don't get it. Our, I mean, they're in the division with the Cowboys, Eagles, and uh, Washington. They're not the worst team in the division, in my opinion, if probably, you look at how the division is, yeah. is made right now. That doesn't help you in the future to get better players if you're middling around in the early teens, you know, 10, 9 range. I mean, this is not what Sashi Brown envisioned or was trying to do. This is a guy trying to be an analytics guy and utterly failing at it. Uh, Gettleman, I I don't know what Gettleman's doing. I I really don't. I I think he's... I mean, he's now the most mocked, uh, you know, GM in the NFL because everyone, every time he says anything, is just taking pot shots at Gettleman at this point. And I mean, deservedly it's him so. and jo- it's him and uh, John Elway. Elway. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they are the two stupidest motherfuckers when you put a microphone <laughs> in front of them. Like their PR department just must be constantly face palming uh, or just non-existent. Well, did you see the Giants uh, when they announced the trade on Twitter for Odell Beckham? They announced that they had received. Uh, the thing is, we'd received a first round and a second round pick in Jabril Peppers from the Cleveland Browns, and they didn't even mention the player that they were sending back. Like, they totally ignored that part of it and just said, oh, we're getting all these picks and players. It's like, people aren't stupid. They know who you gave up. Just not putting his name in there doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Like, And then they, um, oh, man. I mean, they were talking about the Golden Tate signing like it was something big too. I mean, it's just a it's it's a, it's a it's a waste. When yeah. you look at the the contracts that they're giving out, compared to what they got rid of, and compared to what other contracts are going for on the market, it's just I mean, it's just not smart. No. I mean, I've just never seen I, I that and you're in the New York media. That's gonna be a train wreck oh, of yeah. a season. That's gonna be a disaster. Uh, speaking of disasters, let's talk about Washington. Um, Reports came out from a radio station in in Washington saying that Bruce Allen is making all the decisions without Jay Gruden's yes. knowledge, not <laughs> just permission or input, without his knowledge. That sounds functional. So he traded for Case Keenum. They lost Preston Smith, Jameson Crowder, HaHa Clinton Dixon, Mo Harris. They re-signed Adrian Peterson. 
They signed Landon Collins and Eric Flowers. Their cap room oh. is twelve point six million nine oh twenty nineteen draft picks. This is the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Has to They're be the worst there. team in team in the league, just because Jameson Crowder and Mo Harris were two of their better receivers, and yeah. Mo Harris was only good for three games. Yeah, Jameson Crowder was barely good, and but he was being forced as number one. So you're having to hope that you can pick up two starters in the second and the fourth because you have two in the second, two in the fourth yeah. round picks. And still somehow overcome this atrocious trade that you did with for Alex Smith that yeah. I mean, it's only because he got injured is it a really, really bad trade. But now you have him, Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, maybe a rookie quarterback. I mean, it's I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing either. They're they're another team that just doesn't seem to make any sense that the defense is going to be good enough probably to keep them in games. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, they've got a talented defensive front, especially like Ryan Kerrigan, uh, the two Alabama guys on the inside. Yeah. Um, they've got some guys in, in that front that are pretty good players. It, but They're going to be on the field an awful lot. They're going to play <laughs> a lot. And then you got Landon Collins. You paid him the, this massive contract in – Again, kind of like C.J. Mosley, I like Landon Collins, but Landon Collins does the stuff that I think you can find easier on the safety market than the stuff that like uh, uh, Earl Thomas or a Tyron Matthew or a Kevin Byer do. Because he's not great in pass protection or exactly. pass pass coverage, yeah. and that's the thing that I never really got about Landon and the love for Landon is him being yeah. the top safety. I mean, I think there's just as good as safeties at better values. I mean, yeah. I understand that maybe he's young. I mean, that he's young, yeah. but it doesn't mean that he's good. No. Age does not always equal better. Right, exactly. The uh, I just, I, I don't, who is Case Keenum going to throw to? <laughs> I don't know. Jordan and, he, and Eric Flowers is going to have to protect one of his sides? I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Flowers, they said they were moving him to guard, right? I think I saw that. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know who he's going to play for if he's going to be a backup or what but yeah it's a mess especially the offensive weapons are are so bad and then I mean they re-signed Peterson to a two-year deal but Geis is coming back like is Geis going to be the guy you still have Chris Thompson again it seems like there was a there's a better running back option out there for a cheaper price I feel like yeah and it also doesn't fit with I mean, the the Redskins are not – they're not – I mean, I don't think they're going to bottom out completely this year, but they're also not going to make the playoffs. I mean, this yeah. isn't a playoff team. So, what's the point of Peterson? I, I still don't get the point of Landon Collins going back to that point. I, I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it at all. Um, the Cowboys kind of just – they've lost Cole Beasley, Jeff Swain, David Irving. They re-signed the corpse of Sean Lee, Jamiz Lawal. <laughs> And Tavon Austin, they re-signed oh. Tavon Austin again, so oh. just letting that go. Loving, loving them, them some Tavon gadget. They, they brought back Jason Witten. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about and that. And they signed, but they did sign, they have two signings, Christian Covington and Randall Cobb. And they have a cap space of 23.5, six 2019 draft picks, but no first, because uh, they gave that up for Amari Cooper. They're not getting back to the playoffs, right? I could I could see them making is the playoffs. It, is it amazing that NFC East used to be such a respected and great division, and now you're thinking, well, the Cowboys are going to make it in because nobody else is probably that good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's the Cowboys or the Eagles right. for sure. I mean, that, that's this is one of those divisions that I feel just it's very cut and dry. It's one of those two teams that's going to win it. I, I still think the Cowboys are good enough with Zeke in that offensive line, and now they've got Amari Cooper for a full year, Michael Gallup heading into year two. Um, Cobb will work in that slot role that Beasley left. They've got a, you know a nice little offense, and the defense really played well most of the year last yeah. year. You know, Tank Christian Covington and is, is going to be good. Yeah, Christian Covington will be fine. I think you know did are they? I think they're in the running for. Eric Berry, are they not? Yeah, Eric Berry visited today, but he left without a deal. Okay, because, I mean, adding Eric Berry, and I, I oh, don't and know uh, Robert much. Quinn was as visiting as well. Interesting, yeah. So, 
I, I there might be a couple more moves for them to make, but yeah, if you could add like an Eric Berry, I think that would be a really nice kind of capper on that defense. I could see them being a playoff team next year. I wonder if they're going to bring back Mo Claiborne because uh, you know oh, he, yeah. he's not he's not with the Jets and That's he had his probably best year with Dallas. So. Yeah, and, and he's not a bad corner. He's no. he's a solid player. Uh, the Eagles traded away Michael Bennett. Uh, they also traded a 2019 six-round pick to for Deshaun Jackson in, in uh, 2027. They lost Jordan Hicks, Jordan Matthews, Nick Foles. They re-signed Ronald Darby to a really cheap contract, mm-hmm. who is going to be pretty good for them. He's still. a pretty good player. They did sign Malik Jackson and Andrew Sandejo. Cap 22.6, six 2019 draft picks, two in the second and two in the fourth. Kind of makes you wonder. I mean, Carson Wentz better stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, it really is all going to boil down to him being healthy this year for them to make the playoffs, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And they don't I, have any running backs besides Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood, either. Yeah, I would imagine we see them address running back at some point in the draft because that, that seems to be a spot that, you know, they've been able to get by without, like, a, a real star, yeah. like, you know, stud running back. And I don't think you have to have a stud running back in there, but it certainly would be nice for them to have something better than – Clement and these guys that they're just kind of rolling through um, at, at running back. But the the Eagles, again, I mean, Malik Jackson just adds to a very talented defensive line, and he kind of is going to, in a way, replace the production, I think, that you were getting from Michael Bennett. Um, and they're they're deep at that spot, and, and continued that continues to be the strength of their team. Um, I, I, still a good football team. I think it, a lot of it's going to come down to Wentz and his health and – what kind of player he is because he he clearly took a step back this year I thought yeah. compared to the year previous and I mean, coming off an injury and now he's coming off another injury I yeah mean, not good yeah trust us we know yeah we we've, we've been down that road so uh, the NFC North we got the Bears who lost just really Adrian Amos and Bryce Callahan they they lost Josh Bellamy and. They lost Kevin White some time ago, but they yeah. found him last season, kept him on the roster, but they've lost him again. Yeah, uh, They re-signed Pat O'Donnell, and they added HaHa Clinton-Dix, Ted Larson at guard, Buster Scrine at uh, defensive back, and Corderell Patterson. Nothing inspiring. Yeah, I, they got a little worse. I think. I think Amos is a better player than Clinton-Dix. Who, and I who think... took over for Vic over there at the as defensive um. coordinator? I'm not – was it um, – I'm blanking on it now. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but, but, I mean, nothing – they didn't really get better, but they didn't really get worse. Um, yeah, I thought – this It was a weird – Chuck Pagano. Chuck Pagano, that's right. Yeah, I thought they kind of treaded water for the most part. And yeah. I also think it's – the weirdest thing to me It was the Adrian – or uh, Cordero Patterson uh, yeah. signing. So, like – They've already got a bunch of gadget type players. Like Trey Burton is almost like a little bit of a gadget guy. You've got Tariq Cohen, obviously, is a big time gadget player. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. And now you're adding Cordero Patterson. Like, when is enough enough with the random guys that you can stick in weird spots and do weird things with? I guess yeah. I guess Nagy just wants to go ma- that's maximum. A, that's almost creativity. all. That's almost what you have to do with Mitch. It's almost yeah. requires that you have to be very, very creative on offense. You're just masking uh, what his limitations. Because they are. don't have any first round pick, no second round picks. Wow, yeah. They are. The they only have Mac five twenty nineteen. So they are. Wow. They're they're kind of screwed with just eighteen point three million in the cap too. So they're kind of stuck with what they've got. I think if you're looking for a record like they had last year. I think with the improvements that the Packers made, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough for them to yeah. replicate what they did last year. It's just it's hard to do that. Oh, look at the Jaguars. I mean, they they were only able to do it one year. Yeah, I think that's a good comp for them too. Um, the Packers. Speaking of them, they lost Jake Ryan, Bashad Breeland, and Kentrell Bryce. I don't really think any of those are really that big of losses when you no. look at the fact that they added Adrian Amos, Preston Smith, and Zadarius Smith. Yeah. And they have a cap space thirteen point nine. They have Aaron Rodgers. They have 10 2019 <laughs> draft picks, two in the first. This is a team that's going to rebound very quick as long as Matt Lafleur doesn't fuck things up. up. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what their uh, defense looks like with the two Smiths because that was one of the 
kind of shocker. Like we all knew, I think that the Packers were going to go heavy at edge at some point because they just had nobody last year there. I mean, they had washed up Clay Matthews and Kyler Fackrell, Nick Perry, and yeah, Nick Perry, who wasn't any good anymore either. So like that that position was a disaster for them in 2018 and I knew they'd address it strongly but I did not think that they would sign both Preston Smith and Zadaria Smith I liked it though I mean I I like I like it I like it I like like Preston Smith more than Zadarius personally but I have a feeling at least one of those contracts is going to end up looking horrific before the end of it because I mean, frankly, they gave I mean, they gave Zaria Smith like sixteen million a year or something crazy like that. I mean, it was a big deal, and I just I liked Zadarius Smith, but I liked him when I thought he was going to be like a bargain below that, like Trey Flowers, Preston Smith kind of yeah. area. It'll it'll be interesting to see, but I definitely think right now they're probably the favorites to win the North. If you're asking me right now. Yeah, them are them are the Vikings. I, yeah. I think the Vikings will bounce back. So the the Lions, they lost Bruce Ellington and Kerry Hyder, who apparently Kerry Hyder was kind of like a little hidden gem that nobody was really aware of. I saw a couple yeah. of highlights of him today. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. They re-signed uh, Marcus Cooper and Zach Zinner, but they added Trey Flowers, Justin Coleman, Jesse James, and Danny Amendola. Cap space is still at 30.3, and they have nine 2019 draft picks. Do you have faith in the Patriots of the Midwest over here? I mean, do do you think they know what they're doing? They or? they are officially the new Patriots copycat team. Yeah. Get out of here with the Titans being that stuff. So, but I don't know. I I thought um, Trey Flowers was one of my favorite players in the free agency class. I, I think he's going to be a good player. I think the contracts his very high end. Um, so you're not really getting a whole lot of value out of him, most likely, yeah. but he's a good player. He's going to help the team. And, you know, I think I've always thought Jesse James was a pretty good player. And, um, but is, was he worth the money? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's probably like, I don't know that any of those guys were good value yeah. signings, but I, I think they're, they'll help the team. Do, do you think they should have went after a wide receiver, free agent wide receiver at some point, or do you think they should just go for the draft? I don't think they had to. I, I think Galladay is bordering on being able to I, – I think he probably will be their yeah. number one next year. And then uh, Marvin Jones is still a good player. And not, I don't know who they're going to run in this slot now. Now, there's a lot of options for that in the draft, though, right. so maybe they grab like an Isabella or somebody like that, which would make a lot of sense. Um Especially if they're trying to be the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, The Vikings, they lost Sheldon Richardson, Latavius Murray, Nick Easton, Andrew Sandejo. They were able to re-sign Anthony Barr. They re-signed Amir Abdullah, who was still in the league. I had no idea. I had no clue until yesterday. (laughs) And then they also re-signed Dan Bailey, podcast favorite Dan Bailey. Oh, yeah. Uh, They added a Shamar Steven? Don't know him. Uh, But that's their only ad. That's weird. And their cap space is six point four million dollars, but they have eight twenty nine draft picks. I, I'm kind of surprised that they brought Barr back because honestly, like Barr, did you need him in a four three defense? Yeah, that's my question because he's a four time Pro Bowler, so he, clearly a good player and fits their system to a certain degree. I mean, otherwise the guy's not going to be making the Pro Bowl, but. I think his best fits, honestly, as a pass rusher, and I was excited to see that for the Jets because that's, I think, the role that they wanted him to play was more of a 3-4 outside backer like yeah. he played in college. But obviously the Vikings came and swooped back in and grabbed him. But, I mean, I, I think they would have been better suited spending that money on their offensive line, which was a complete disaster and really killed Kirk Cousins last year. I mean – they need help bad on the offensive line, and now they've got to kind of look to the draft to get it because, I mean, $6 million, even if there was good offensive linemen left out on the market, which there's not, they don't they don't have the money to afford them, yeah. you know? I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy to me that you have a team that the Jets were going to pay all this money for, and mm. you don't play the Jets. I mean, like, I mean, it's not like they're a rival. Right. But you felt the need to spend all this money and swoop in and get them. And I, I just didn't understand it from a point of how they're mo- how it's all laid out uh, cap-wise. Because 
Anthony Barr this year is counting um, only five point six million, which isn't bad. But your his your dead cap is fifteen nine because mm-hmm. you're guaranteeing them at signing the fifteen nine. Yeah, L- let that go. I mean, I know five point six million dollars probably not a lot of money. Yeah. But it is a lot of money when you don't have a lot of money. Yeah, and and you're going to be paying that on the back end of that deal if he plays well anyway. Right. So, I mean, it, I, I just – I I think if I was spending the Vikings money, I would have said, sorry, Anthony Barr, we're going to replace you with somebody young and we're going to spend some money on offensive line. Right, because, I mean, you have the draft kit picks. You could probably find a – suitable Anthony Barr replacement yeah. at some point. And they, they would have been a great spot for Saffold. I mean, that, yeah. I'm glad, obviously, right. as a Titans fan, that didn't happen. But um, Saffold would have made a ton of sense for them. Yeah. Well, speaking of money, we need to take our first commercial break. Get that money. Get that money and money. And we're back, and we got $0. God dang it. We forgot to ask for the money. We were really bad about doing that. Got to ask for that money. Yeah. We need to get our lawyers on that. Yeah. So let's go to the NFC South. The Falcons had had a, one of those weird off seasons too where they lost basically their whole defensive backfield. Robert Alford's gone, Brian Poole, Brooks Reed, Justin Bethel, all gone. They also lost Tevin Coleman, which they can replace Tevin Coleman no problem. Yeah. Uh, they re-signed tight end. Lo- tight ends are having a hell of a hell of a year in yeah. the free agent market. Resigned to Logan Paulson, and they tagged Grady Jarrett. They also added Luke Stalker, AFC South uh, best tight end, Luke Stalker. Stud. They replaced Tevin Coleman maybe with Kenyon Barner, Barner, but they also got Jamon Brown and James Carpenter as guards. Cap space. Seven million dollars. A lot of low cap space numbers this year. Yeah. Seven million dollars, nine 2019 draft picks. Um, I guess the question is, is the defense any better? I mean, it got not, worse, not, right? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I I can't imagine. I think the the way the defense gets better is injured players coming back mostly. You know, like Keanu Neal coming back, and uh, who was the other one that went down? That's um. I'm blanking oh, on his name It was now. a defensive back. Or, you know, it was a linebacker. Deion, uh, um, not Deion Jones, but yeah, Deion. Like Deion, whatever his name is. Um, but I think they get better through those guys coming back and then supplementing through the draft. Keeping Grady Jarrett I thought was good because he's one of the better interior And they disruptors. still got Vic Beasley because he's playing off his fifth year of his extent. But they were looking yeah. to trade him. But, yeah. I mean, at this point, with $7 million – in cap space, but you're not going to find probably anybody better than Vic Beasley out there. Once you uh, cut him, I mean, you might as well just keep him. Yeah, I mean, unless you wanted to, to I think Justin Houston is from Atlanta, so yeah. unless you wanted to get a Justin Houston homecoming thing going, maybe you could, you know, ship Beasley out, get a couple extra draft picks, and and I think Houston's a better player than Beasley. Yeah, so. Uh, the Panthers, they lost Thomas Davis, Devin Funches, Chandler Catanzaro, Kenyon Bar- Barner, Matt Khalil, and Ryan Khalil. Oh, both Khalil brothers. They really didn't lose anything right there, but yeah. they did re-sign uh, the all-important Taylor Henneke, and they uh, <laughs> re-signed Daryl Williams, who apparently Panthers fans hate for they, whatever reason. Yeah, weird one-year $6 yeah. million dollar deal there, too. They added Matt Parade- Paradise and signed Bruce Irving today. Uh, I mean, they, they did upgrade their center position, oh, yeah. but they only yeah. have a cap space of, again, $5.8 million. I don't yeah. know what these guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, seven 2019 draft picks. Um, sneaky... Contender for last place in the NFC South. You think so? I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's going to be really hard for this team to to compete with some of the moves the, these other teams have made. Yeah, I, I think it's hard for me to see them overtaking the Saints for sure. I think the Falcons will bounce back. I, I think they're in a tough division. I mean, the Bucks aren't a bad football team. It, it's – yeah, I, I could definitely see a last place Panthers finish. Do you do you think that at what point is Cam Newton going to get fed up with it all? I mean, he's pretty much I think I think as as much of a I'm not necessarily a Cam Newton hater. I just don't think he's as good as everybody else says he is. Sure. But I I think he's better than most quarterbacks. Yeah, he's been pretty 
going with the flow with most of these decisions ever since he came into the league. Yeah. And I'm wondering when that's going to stop. Yeah. And despite the fact that, I mean, if you want to talk about a guy that's never had a quarter or never had a wide receiver, I mean, Cam Newton's, who's the best wide receiver that he's played with? I mean, Kelvin Benjamin that one year. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, I mean, <laughs> maybe the one year of Kelvin Benjamin yeah. when he wasn't fat or uh, Steve. Well, he played was, with Steve Smith. Was Steve for, Smith? Yeah, they, overlap. I think okay. they overlapped one or two years. Then Steve Smith was the best receiver he's played with, but he hasn't had he's he hasn't had anyone better than Kelvin Benjamin no. since then. I mean. And, DJ Moore, if you listen to people like Charles Barnes, DJ Moore is the best wide receiver ever to exist <laughs> to come out of a uh, draft. I, I, I do like DJ Moore, but, I mean, he didn't do a whole lot no. last year, so it remains to be seen. He he was one of those gadget guys. They were just trying to find ways to get the ball in the hands. And yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is probably – Greg Olson was his best receiver, but yeah. he's a tight end. I mean yeah. – he's he's gotten a raw deal and i'm wondering because he also gets sacked a lot yeah and takes hits i'm wondering how long this is going to last and if he's eventually going to demand a trade or demand something i feel yeah. like he's going to demand something soon i would yeah oh and i mean his contract i think is coming up too yeah. relatively soon oh very so soon i think they've got they've got some decisions to make there and yeah, the I think the offensive line has gotten worse overall. I, I think Paradise helps for sure, but I, I think the offensive line isn't what it was a few years ago when they made that Super Bowl run. Um, and and the weapons just aren't there besides McCaffrey, who I, I think McCaffrey's a great player. But he'll be thirty one when his contract is up at twenty in twenty twenty. Oh wow, yeah. So so next next off season then. Oh uh, well, sorry. Or let me let me say that twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he'll be 32 going into that season. So he's but, due for something yeah, from them. Definitely getting in range of an extension. Um, and they have to decide on their end whether they want to build around him. Because, I mean, obviously his game, you could see, you could see it aging poorly potentially just because. And his, it's the Andrew, he's got an Andrew Luck injury right now too. Andrew Luck has oh, yeah. injury. Yeah, with the, that throwing shoulder. And, and he's – takes a big time beating i mean that's that's his style of game and how and just long think if is he that can't go hold this year if he can't go this year that means he has he's on a one-year prove-it deal in 2020 essentially yeah that's scary yeah that is. that's scary for the panthers they're kind of coming to a crossroads yeah here. well the saints they only really lost alex okafor and mark ingram they brought back teddy bridgewater and they signed nick eason latavius murray malcolm brown the defensive tackle mario edwards the defensive end um, cap space nineteen point eight million dollars. They restructured uh, Drew Brees' contract again. Always, I think yeah. they uh, the, he's accounts for like forty four million dollar cap hit next year or something ridiculous oh like God. that. Yeah. Um, they have six twenty nineteen draft picks, no first rounders because they traded up for Marcus Davenport uh, last year. Oh yeah. Um, we saw kind of Drew Brees have a little bit of a hard time towards the end of the year mainly because of protection issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, are, what, are, what are they going to do this offseason to keep this team competitive? I think they've, I think they've got to go get Breeze, one, some more weapons, and then two, I mean, he still, he, he probably does need a replacement, especially in the interior of that offensive line. I mean, obviously we had... Uh, the center um, Unger uh, yeah, retired out of nowhere, and then uh, they also I think Andrus Pete, the the left guard, longtime left guard there, has basically kind of tapered off. I, th I think he's kind of headed towards a, a spot where he's not going to be very effective anymore. But um, they need some interior offensive line players and some weapons on offense for Breeze because I mean, frankly, you've got Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, and that is really it um for that team so they need some receivers so you know a tight end would be nice you know i, I think kamara probably needs a compliment i you don't think that's latavius murray oh, oh i forgot they got Murray. Yeah. that's right yeah that, that that'll be a good fit um but yeah it, I, they gotta get some weapons and they gotta get some some interior offensive line it's help. interesting they kept jimmy or uh, not jimmy graham the the packers have kept jimmy graham so far which I'm I'm meant to go back and talk about, but it's I'm I've heard them in the play for Jared Cook. 
I can see that for sure. That would, I think, be a huge boost for their offense that they've been looking for since yeah. they lost Jimmy Graham. Yeah. I mean, Cook is Cook's a since, good receiver. Not, surprisingly enough, he's had this career renaissance after he's left the Titans. Of course, yeah. Yeah, he is uh, somehow turned into a pretty good football player. Yeah. I mean, It's an enigma. Enigma wrapped in a riddle. Hmm. Um, then we have Tampa Bay, who has lost Deshaun Jackson, Adam Humphreys, Quan Alexander, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. They've had a, a few big blows. Yeah. They did re-sign Cairo Santos, Kevin Minter, and Ryan Griffin. And they signed Kentrell Bryce, Dion Buchanan, uh, Brashard Perryman, and Shaq Barrett. $2.8 million in cap space right now. Wow. Eight 2019 draft picks. But it's Bruce Arians. Yeah. Jameis Winston. Yeah. I mean, like, aren't you kind of all in and what this offense is going to look like with two good tight ends? Yeah. And Mike Evans, really two Chris good Godwin. receivers. Yeah. They've got uh, – they're loaded at Webster. Now, the question for me is, who is their running back? Is Rojo going to figure it out, or is he – I mean, if you're asking me, I don't think he does. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's going to figure it out before Rashad Penny does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you – you got him and Peyton Barber you, at this point with $2.8 million. The, there was only one team in this division above double digits, above $10 million in cap, yeah. is, which is ridiculous to me. I, you have to hope Rojo is it. Yeah. And they've got to go defense in the draft, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to because, I mean, Quan Alexander being gone is huge to me. Yeah. I mean, he was a 26- or 25-year-old linebacker, and you just let him go. And he had some issues, but he had a lot of range, and he was he was pretty good in coverage. Yeah. So I, I think he was a big loss for that defense. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to go defense. I've seen people mock them Joshua Jacobs in the oh. first. Oh, no. Which would it'd be stunning to me. Yeah. I mean, it w- it'd be stunning anyway because it's a running back, but to to take him that high. I mean, that's a, that's a team that can could see an offensive tack one of the top offensive tackles fall to him or a defensive tackle. And that, that's yeah. where I think they're going to kind of go. Yeah. Myself well, as well. Who was uh who was which was their um offensive tackle that when he re-signed uh, Cameron Jordan oh was tweeting God. to uh, Alex Okafor to come on back. <laughs> We're going to get food. Yeah, I don't remember his like, name, but oh, my God, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember which one it was. But uh, it wasn't DeMar Dotson. It was the other one. It yeah. Was, oh, man, I can't Oh, remember. Donovan Smith. Yeah, Donovan Smith. <laughs> Cam Jordan tweets out. He's like, hey, Alex Okafor, come on back. We're going to eat for another year. I wonder if Donald Penn doesn't go back there, but I don't see where they can find the money to sign him unless they trade Gerald McCoy. Yeah, I mean. That's still a possibility floating out there, but I don't know. But I think think you got what you need to make a Bruce Arians team successful. Yeah. I I really do. Yeah, if he can can harness Jameis Winston into – I mean, Jameis Winston, for all his faults and flaws and everything – He's got a big arm, and you know Aaron's is going to love that and taking those vertical yeah. shots down the field. If he can find find that, you know they could have a big year. Last division, which I think has the big winner in all of free agency, in my opinion. Oh yeah, NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. They acquired D Ford via trade. They only really lost Bradley Pinion. They re-signed Jimmy Ward, extended Raheem Mostert. They added Quan Alexander, Tevin Coleman, Jason Verrett, Jordan Matthews, cap space of still $34.4 million, six 2019 draft picks. And Jimmy G coming back. Jimmy G's coming back. They have five great running backs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, another shoe's got to drop in that backfield, right? Yeah. So you got Jordan Matthews, who's who's probably a little bit of an upgrade, but I I really like them signing Quan Alexander. I think they're going to be able to do a lot in this draft. And they got cap space to still still sign guys. Yeah, you know, and Dominic and Sue's wanting to stay over on the West Coast. This is a prime landing spot. But yeah. I mean, they have a great defensive line. D Ford with Sheldon Rankins with Quan Alexander. This or not Sheldon Rankins? Who, uh, uh, DeForest Buckner. Yeah, yeah. I always get them too confused. Uh, <laughs> DeForest Buckner with cap space to spare. I mean, I really like what they did, and I really think that if Jimmy G could just stay healthy, this team can contend. This is, to me, the toughest division to pick from, besides yeah. the Cardinals. Fuck the Cardinals. 
Yeah, the Cardinals are going nowhere. Yeah. Um, I I like what the 49ers have done. It. I still wonder if there's not. I I wonder if they'll go receiver early in the draft because I kind of feel like they still have some work to to do there. And I they I could like, definitely go DK Metcalf. Yeah, I, and I think he'd be a good fit there. I I really like um who's the guy from Washington uh, that we we liked last year that went there. Um, I'm shitty on names right now. Uh, Dante Pettis. Oh yeah, uh, I like Pettis. I think he's going to end up being a good player for them. But uh, yeah, it's the the Niners are an intriguing team simply because I mean, if you bring Jimmy G back and that offense really gets clicking under Shanahan, they could light it up. I mean, yeah. they could they could make it to where the defense doesn't even really matter. And, and they're much. improving that defense though. I mean, yeah. it's not like they really neglected it, and they're improving it with good young pieces. It, it'll be very interesting to see because I wonder if they're not the team that gets Sue when it's all said and done. That would be that would be a big addition. Yeah, whoever gets Sue is still getting a really good football yes. player. Yes, the Seattle Seahawks they tagged Frank Clark. They lost Earl Tom- Thomas, J.R. Sweezy, Brett Hundley, Mike Davis. They re-signed DJ Fluker, KJ Wright, Michael Kendricks, if he's not in jail. <laughs> Signed Jason Myers and Mike Iupati. Cap space, $19.2 million. They only have four 2019 draft picks. Oh, wow. That's a sec- no second, no sixth, no seventh. How did they... How did they- I don't know at what point they lost all these draft picks, <laughs> but, I mean, that's... It's sad that I can't think of anyone on their team that I would have been like, yeah, you should definitely trade picks for that guy. Yeah, like, I don't know I don't. how they even lost a second-round pick or anything like that. Unless That's they, something we'll have to research at some <laughs> point to figure it out. What happened? Yeah, what, how, how did you get here? Um, the Seahawks are a weird team to me because I, I, I don't know. I mean, Wilson is obviously – Makes that offense go. Unless he goes to the New York Giants. Right. Which, yeah. I mean, what is this fucking rumor going around? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, Wilson's going to get stupid money when he gets his contract yeah. here soon, which him him and Cam Newton, you know, and really more Wilson than Newton, is going to reset the market for, for quarterbacks here in the next this year This is his two. last year yeah, on yeah. The contract. So that might get done this summer. Probably will get done this summer if the Seahawks are uh, – you know, smart about it, but um, Wilson's going to make that go almost regardless of who you have. And that's the benefit of having a really elite franchise quarterback is, you know, sure you can surround him with weapons and that'll help make him even better. But there is a floor to their offense that Russell Wilson's just not going to let you go below um, just because he's that good of a quarterback. And then uh, on the defense side of the ball, I was really impressed with with how they played last year, considering all the talent that that they'd lost. And everyone kind of was, you know, including us, we were pretty doom and gloom about the Seahawks, you know, losing. And then they suddenly became one of the most exciting teams to watch. Yeah, I mean, Michael Michael Bennett, Sheldon Richardson, uh, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas was out, and then uh, they oh uh, they lost someone else too, but. It, well, KJ Wright, I think, was injured and ended the year. Either. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they were down to, you know, guys that that nobody really expected to ever see play, and they excelled. So I thought it was a great job of coaching by Pete Carroll, and you know, I won't doubt them again heading into this year. That's what I was about to say. They're that team that kind of like the Patriots. I'm just done doubting yeah. at this point yeah. until I, until I see something after eight weeks. Yeah, I think that's when you can decide what the Seahawks are. Is eight weeks? In. Yeah. The uh, the the Rams Super Super Bowl they lost Super Bowl. They resign. They got Dante Fowler. They added Eric Weddle and they added Blake Bortles as a backup. Which Blake Bortles now has the best chance to get a Super Bowl <laughs> and probably will get a Super Bowl before the Titans do. Oh please no! But if if Sean McVay can't get anything out of Blake Bortles. <laughs> it's time for Blake Bortles to lead the league. Yes. I know he's a fun character to have around, and he's a nice guy. <laughs> but if 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 Sean McVay can't do anything, then nobody can. And wouldn't it be a Sean McVay thing that somehow he ends up getting like a third-round pick in a couple of years for Blake Bortles just yeah. because he he himself did it? He rehabilitates him and yeah. turns him into – like he has this awesome uh, preseason where he just lights the world on fire, and then they trade him to the Redskins or some dumb team that – 
gives up a first round pick for him or something. They lost Roger Saffold. John Sullivan is still out there, but he's not on the team. He's a free yeah. agent. Sue's a free agent, and they've lost Lamarcus jo- Joyner and Mark Barron for a team that wasn't that good in the defense at the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. Losing those two guys probably doesn't help as well as not bringing back Sue. Yeah. Do you, like what, what kind of step back do you see? I like the Weddle edition. Back? You like the Weddle edition? I think Weddle will make up for Joiner. I I think Sue would be a loss for sure. I mean, they aren't bad there because Donald is just a freak. But um, again, I I don't think it's a coincidence that Donald had his best year sack wise the same year that he was playing with Sue next to him. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him take a little bit of step back uh, statistically at least if if sue doesn't return but i think they're a little worse on defense but that offensive line is really where my concern would be if i was a rams fan i I would be too that's and and the whole mystery surrounding todd Gurley and what's going on there coming from a guy todd Gurley, who's had history of knee issues anyway yeah but i mean like sullivan was the guy that got them lined up and called the protections and really was the brain of that offensive line and then saffold was realistically probably the best player on that offensive line uh, the last year. Maybe you could make an argument for Andrew Whitworth, but I, I like I think Saffold is just as good, if not better, at his job as, than Whitworth was. So you're losing the the brain and you know the kind of the brawn next to it. it that's going to be a little bit tougher sledding for Todd Gurley next yeah. year. It, it's definitely I could see them kind of taking a step back, especially if the Seahawks are normal Seahawks status and the Jimmy G stays healthy. Yeah. I could definitely see the Rams not being the odds on favorite unless something miraculous happens these, you know, next few weeks or whatever. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals uh traded for Marcus Gilbert, uh lost Antoine Bethea, Marcus Golden, Dion Buchanan, Odea Bushi, JJ Nelson, Olson Pierre, and Mikey Upati. They've re signed literally no one. <laughs> They've added Jordan Hicks, Robert Alford, Terrell Suggs, J.R. Sweezy, Max Garcia, Charles Clay, Brett Hundley, Brooks Reed, Kevin White. Cap space, $24.4 million, 10-2019 draft picks. They met with Kyler Murray yesterday uh, (laughs) in, I think, Oklahoma. Any of this change your mind that they're going to go Kyler Murray? Do you think they're going Kyler Murray if they do not trade Josh Rosen? Oh, I I lean towards thinking that they are going to go Kyler Murray. Even if Josh Rosen's still on the roster? <sighs> you could always trade Rosen after the fact. Yeah. Now, you lose your leverage to a big degree if you wait to do that, though, because everyone's going to know that you're going to try to trade Rosen. But it doesn't sound like they're getting a ton for him right now anyways. So, um, I don't know. I to me, there's a lot of smoke around the Kyler Murray Cardinals thing, and I don't know if maybe it's the Cardinals thinking that they're gonna, you know, entice someone to come up and trade with them so they can trade back and get get a bunch of picks or whatever or, or what they're trying to do. But I, I I could see it happening. I I think I'd lean slightly towards Kyler Murray versus like Bosa or Quinn and Williams. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I, I I could see that. I mean, did is even if they draft Kyler Murray, have they done enough to make this team good no. compared to last year? No, I don't think so. So if Kyler if Kyler Murray comes in, this team sucks. He gets the shit kicked out of him. You got to bolt to the MLB, right? If you're him, <laughs> I mean, I would just right. leave. <laughs> right, he goes down with like a hard hit after the third week, and he's yeah. just like, "Fuck this shit, I'm gonna go play shortstop." Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go get paid 100 million dollars for the MLB <laughs> over there. Yeah, I Mike mean, Mike Trout just got a deal that looked <laughs> yeah. pretty nice. So uh, there was a there was a tweet that it was uh, Kyler Murray, and it said Kyler Murray after he saw to the MLB after he saw the uh, Mike Trout news and it was the eric andre shaking let me in you know shaking the fence come back the uh i mean this team is just still not good and i don't see how they're going to get better even if they have 10 2019 draft picks and this cap space i I mean they signed an aging terrell suggs which i mean he's kind of ageless but you look at the rest him and robert alford are probably the two best players they got 
They got Kevin White. I mean, Chandler Jones is still a stud. I mean, like, yeah. for existing players. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just talking about the players uh, the they new, added new guys, and stuff. Yeah. I just I don't know about this team. I mean, I know I think the Redskins are going to be pretty bad, but Redskins are going to be – or the Cardinals are going to be pretty bad, too. I think, I think you're early – Early favorites for the number one pick in the 2020 draft are Redskins, Cardinals, and uh, Dolphins. And let me ask you this. Is drafting Kyler this year at one better than maybe drafting Tua next year at one? I don't think so. I, I think Tua is going to be think the better you player. Ha- I think this is all to trade down regardless out of this draft. I, I so? just I, I think they're trading now that pick. If I mean if the Cardinals wanted to, they could certainly go, you know, that route and yeah. trade down and, and probably, you know, stockpile a bunch of picks and kind of reload the roster around Rosen, which makes a lot of sense. And then you find out this year a little bit more about what you've got in yeah. Rosen. And if he sucks, you know, you're probably gonna draft and high again. Right. You grab Tua. It'll be interesting to see. This I mean this whole this whole NFL offseasons, I mean, ever since last year's offseason, is the craziest it's, of football it's been wild. Year. It's been wild. And it's still not over. I mean, if you look at the list of names that are still out there in free agency, you still have all the uncertainties surrounding the draft itself. I mean, yeah. as far as who's taken what, it's very it's a lot less cut and dry than I can remember the draft being yeah. in a long, long time for all teams almost. Yeah. I feel like most years, the, by this point, the number one pick is almost a formality yeah. and we're trying to figure out number two or number three right. you know, down the road. But and, and it just seems like every time you, you do a mock draft or you think of something or you think this team really needs that need, then you think, well, this player is actually doing a little bit better or then they go and sign a player and you're like, does that really make up the need? It's just it's it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been a fun year, and and this off season has just been wild with yeah. all the trades. And oh, it's been fantastic. The, I would love some more trades. Big chest stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's been fantastic. Well, we didn't get shut down. It's amazing. It's amazing. We were able to get through it just us two. We made it. We made it. Well, you can follow us on at on Twitter at F Word Pod and at Mike Miracles. This is football and other F-words, and we just been imped. Been imped? Imped? Been effed? You've been Jeff Swain. <laughs> been Geoff Swainid. What a weird name. You've been Dave Gettleman. Yeah. Uh, Dave Gettleman. He's, he has a cool New York accent, though. He does. He does get that props. He, he does nail, like, he's almost like playing a part at this point. Yeah.